The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> okay, all right, yo, it's your show, so go ahead. Let's see, let's, yeah, let's see how this works. Yeah, the help with the feng shui. You look a little, you look a little stressed out. <laughs> I'm gonna help you de-stress. By the way, everybody, my voice—I kind of lost it. One of my uh, coworkers got sick, and she kind of got me sick. But I'm getting over it, so it's better. However, Cam, you do look a little stressed. So I'm gonna help you out. <laughs> Yeah, enough of that. Are you good? I am good. Okay. Can I, I, can I fix this thing that you've done? Of course. Oh, and you know what's funny? I said I'm going to fix it. I think I'm going to make it worse. Okay. I'm almost sure I'm gonna make it worse. Well, I mean, I did put G's out there. Hey, that's enough of now. She yeah. said she liked my jeans, they got rip after rip. Wow. Oh, welcome to the South Congress Podcast, episode 18. My name is Cameron. I'm joined by Peanut. Peanut, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well. Um, where, where do we begin? Let's talk about Mother's Day. Tell me about your Mother's Day. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to spend too much time with my mom because I had to work uh, the flag football, you know, that day. But uh, I you had no- to come back early? Yeah, I did. Okay. But... Um, Normally what happens is uh, my aunt will, she pays uh, this couple, and they cater kind of like a brunch at her place. You know, it's pretty good. You know, they make omelets and waffles, and they have like cinnamon rolls and fruit and other bullshit. But, you know, it was, it was pretty good, so I got to be with her for that. And um, so it's also kind of like why I'm going to go home again this weekend so I can take her and my grandma out to dinner and shit, you know, afterwards. So just kind of make up for it since I wasn't there last weekend. So how okay. was yours? It was cool, man. We, um... Met up with mom in New Braunfels. We went to McAdoo's. I'd never been. Um, it was cool. Like, you know, New Braunfels is a legit 60 miles away. Yeah. So, like, it's not like the normal, like, San Marcos, which is kind of halfway between spots. Mm-hmm. Um, but we met there. I look at the menu. First thing I see, like, the crab cake's like $20 as an appetizer. So I'm like, well, Ooh. it's my mom. Guess, uh, you know, got to break the bank a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But as soon as I came in, she was like, I'm paying. I was like, oh, okay then. So that was cool. Crab um, cake it up. Yeah. Yeah, it was, there was a lot of cakes crabbed. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that was real cool. Um, no, the cool thing about that, I haven't seen her seen her since, like, New Year's. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of catching up. Okay. And, like, the fun part is, like, you know, technology changes. And, you know, like, the, the radio ain't what the radio used to be, right? Yeah. 
so like imagine trying to explain to your mom that you have a wrestling show that thousands of people listen to. It's weird. How does she take it? Well, she doesn't know. Like she, she's like, well, I knew you were doing a thing, but like I didn't understand what you were doing, and and like I'm telling, like no, like I do a show and like thousands of people subscribe and pay money to listen to it, and so I think eventually it kind of made sense, um, and so like she knows we, you and I do this thing together yeah. now, so she's like excited that her boys are spending time together. Oh, of course. Like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, I mean, mom, whatever. Well, we're separated for like the past five years because I was pretty much out in Mexico and shit. But, yeah. You know, yeah. That sucked. So she's excited about that, but it was no, cool. I'm excited. Um, so, so, yeah, that was that was Mother's Day. Mother's Day was dope. I hope everybody had a nice Mother's Day. You know, we're at that age where most of the women we know are mothers. Mm-hmm. So, I instead of telling any of them Happy Mother's Day, I told none of them Happy Mother's Day. I only told one. I didn't. You trying to beat? <laughs> I mean, y'all can't, y'all can't see his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, y'all couldn't see his face. <laughs> Yo, he looked off in every direction. There's nobody in the room except me. <laughs> he, looked, he looked for a lifeline, and nobody, nobody right no there. <laughs> I mean, in all, in all fairness, I mean, I, I would be like that'd be one person I would kind of like legit date. You know, not just to try and I guess to kind of come with it, but you know. I mean, that wasn't the full intention. But, that wasn't the full intention, just no, a little bit. It'd just be like the bonus that comes with nah, it. If you if you're if you're sending somebody a Happy Mother's Day text and it's not like your sister and she has a kid, and it's not your kid. We know what time it is. We know. <laughs> you look so defeated. We know what time it is. Yo, uh, let's talk about our man Lee, kind of the third member of our three man band. What's going on with Lee? Lee said, <laughs> "Yo, Lee was mad as hell on Mother's Day, dog. Why? Because he didn't want to take his baby mama to, to dinner." <laughs> Is he is he uh, obligated to though? I don't I don't know. Is he? Cause like I mean, look, they're not really together. We gotta ask. I mean, this is why we do a show, right? Yeah. So when y'all listen to this, hit us on on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. If you got a baby mama, right? And you're not with her. You're single. Yeah. And she's single. And like y'all's kid is like, and y'all are cordial. Yeah. And y'all's kid is like under the age of like five. Do you have to take her? Are you out? obligated to take her to eat? Yes. And what is, and like, what is the, what do you have to take her to? Like, he took her to brunch. So okay. what is, what's, do you have to take her to, can you do brunch or do you have to do dinner? Or can you do lunch? Like, what is. Or do you just say, here's your happy meal and have a good day. Or do you just shoot at a Target gift card? Yeah. <laughs> or Babies are Us or Could something. Could you imagine if like, because uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I I don't know my man's business, so I can't put my man's business in the street. Mm-hmm. But imagine if like his child support was like four eighty a month, and he gave her four sixty in a twenty dollar Target gift card. <laughs> 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 he just topped it off like that, yo. I hit him on Sunday because I was chilling. I was like, I wanted to watch the uh, the Boston Cleveland game. Yeah, and I was like, yo, you trying to link? It's uh, for the game. He's like, man, I can't. You know, I thought we was gonna be able to get together, but. Uh, you know, gotta take gotta take baby mama out. He was so upset. That's what you signed up for, dog. Like that's to me anyway. But like, I mean, it, me personally, I I don't think he'd be ob- obligated to do it. But he not. I mean, if she had a man, he's not. And if man he had or a, no man, if he had a girl, he's not. But he ain't got no excuse. No, but I mean, how you gonna it, say no? 
Because they're not together. All right. She's not his mom. It's kind of, okay. Okay, but let me ask you this. Okay. Now, does that mean now she's obligated to take him to dinner for Father's Day? No. Why? Don't work like that. No, it should. It don't, though. It should. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It don't work like that, though. Equal pay for equal work. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Where's the la- when's the last time you took your dad out for Father's Day? Shut the fuck up. See? <laughs> I recently gave him do, money. Do you do you call your dad every Father's Day? Shut yeah, the, actually, I do. do. I do. You, yes, I do. I don't call I do. my dad every Father's Day. Sometimes that text. I'll call him just be like, "Hey, like you know, whatever," but just see what he's doing, sometimes and then we'll eventually link up or some don't shit. Don't get there from me. Oh. So not nah, fucking day. Whatever. Every day is Father's Day. Okay, so every day is Mother's Day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, he's cool. Did you just see? I did. They didn't work out the way I think it was supposed to. No, it didn't. Yo, so we got uh, WCW Slamboree 2000 playing in the background. Like, we like to have ambiance when we do the shows. So there's a there's a watermelon lemonade candle that's lit. And, for feng shui. For feng shui. And, and Charmel is stripping Sunny And with Chris Candido. With, chill out. <laughs> with, like, uh... Some form of a WCW cruiserweight title belt. So yeah, that's about what that is. Um, yeah. So outside of that, man, it's been it's been a, a cool week for me. You know, we're um we're working on making a live show happen, and I'm when we first sent out the information for it, I was like, yo, we can just get up there, we'll get two microphones, and. You know, we'll just cook like that. And then I really thought about it. And I was like, oh, crap. I have to write a show. Because we can't just get up there and freestyle. Why not? Well, because... That's this whole show. That's what we've been doing this whole time. Because, but we can do... Don't tell people that. But we, <laughs> we can do that. But we're... Again, we got the watermelon candle lit. We got the slamboree on. Yeah. Nobody's waiting and looking at us for the next thing to say. We don't have anybody that we're trying to impress while we do this. Mm-hmm. It just works. Yeah. So we can't get up there and just be like, okay, yeah, we're just going to talk about what sure, we talk about not? every day. That's why you're a co-host and not the host of a podcast. No, That's- I, well, yeah, no, I, mean, I always want to be the co-host, well, no, but no, no, still, no. why I wouldn't mean, that work? No, but we would do some of that, but it, there definitely yeah. has to be a structure because... Well, no, I feel like if anything, we should have like a set list of topics what we're going to talk about. But you can't, but that's the thing though. Yeah. You can't get up there and say, okay, let's talk about five things that happened this week. Yeah. Because you can't do that for a live show. Because, like, it has to be tight and it has to be detailed. It has to be fun. I was thinking something that's really cool. We could play that game where we each put a card on our head. Okay. And we have to identify what the other person's card says. We can do that. But we show them to the audience. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. That could just be fun. I got some cool ideas, so I'm going to start writing that. But, yeah. no, I mean, creatively, it's been cool. Um, last week, we did the You, Me, and Wrestling with my man Jeff Jones. And Jeff is is great. He's one of, like, the early, early South Congress supporters. Because we were doing the Flash thing. And it was that thing where, like, I want to hear black guys talk about this show I listen to. I'm a black guy from New York. Like, that's that's my people. So... Um, 
you know, Jeff follows us on Twitter. We follow Jeff on Twitter, and, like, there's a lot of really cool interaction. He's just a real cool guy, and Jeff's kind of, you know, he's a New York dude, so he's kind of quiet and kind of laid back. Yeah. And he was kind of standoffish about doing the show, but he got on there. He killed it, man. Like, he, he just was so knowledgeable. We talked about, like, a lot of Ring of Honor from, like, the early 2000s. He got on there, and he, he was great. Um, so that show went up last Sunday, and then last night, um, because I knew we were doing this, I knew our boy Young Chris was coming in town to kick it on Saturday. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me go ahead and knock out this week's episode. There's my man, uh, Colin Richard from Florida, also like a native New York guy, but lives in Florida. And he, he was great, man. He's like, uh, you see, the, I think he's the second white guy I've had on, but you know, like I had Josh on first, but you know, oh, yeah. Josh is like a different type of white dude. Colin's like regular white dude. And, and he just... Uh, he was talking about like WrestleMania four, and he just oh, wow. killed it, man. He could talk about it like uh, match for match. He knew all the finishes, the details. It was great. I just sit back and let him cook, man. That's the that's the best part about you, me, and wrestling. Like it's not even so much me talking the whole time. It's like me posing these questions and then letting that person's personality come out. And it's just it's great to listen to, like to see people. And you know, again, Jeff's a guy who doesn't like do the podcast and thing. Colin's a guy who used to podcast and like didn't do it for years and years and years. And you could hear it in his voice, like that he knew like his radio stuff. It was just really cool. So got that hooked up, man. Um but that's that's going well. Like that's getting good feedback. Um getting me some some interesting follows on Twitter. Um so which is so cool. we've seen. <laughs> yeah, which is which is cool. So, you know, it's it's just an opportunity to have people with a larger profile kind of get on and you know be a part of that show and if that continues to grow like is you know it helps the network it helps me it's just everything's cool yeah um you know saw deadpool last night won't say too much because that was thursday and this is friday but it's really funny with a bunch of easter eggs in it um really cool message yeah that's um kind of what's been going on with me how, how do you feel about being right here at the tail end of the school year um you know it feels great i mean honestly i will say like out of the the six years i've you know been teaching this is probably the first year that i've actually enjoyed going to teach you know and i actually like legit you know like my students you know versus like the the past five years i hated going to school kind of like fuck i woke up today like i guess i gotta go you know and uh, didn't really, I didn't really care for my, the students I used to have because, like, you know, a lot of them, like, you know, obviously people have their issues, but, you know, these kids are just like, fuck, man. They're just beyond helpful and, you know, not domesticated type shit. But, <laughs> and, no, I don't mean to say to be funny, but I'm, I'm being dead serious. Like, you know, they don't have, like, the simple social skills, like, you know, as far as, like, taking them to restaurants and shit. Like, you know, you do and motherfuckers walk around like without shoes and shit and it's like what are you doing that's the wave yeah, hey man. real quick what's up terry funk is throwing chairs at norman smiley who is dressed like a kansas city royals uh catcher he looks like an umpire yes but i mean but he just climbed the ladder onto a bunch of rugs oh that's right he and he just low blowed him off of what is happening here i don't okay we'll keep going yeah but i mean like you know <laughs> just overall like, you know <clears throat> it's been a great school year um you know, just looking forward to football, se- uh, football season, uh, you know, coming up in this fall. So, 
No, it's, it's been great overall. You know, no complaints here. You know, I love it. Let me tell you about Predator 2. Okay. You seen Predator 2? Bits and pieces, not fully all the way. Okay. Because people have told me that a new segment that we need on the show mm-hmm. is me poorly explaining movies. All right? Yeah. Because apparently what I told about Roadhouse last week wasn't 100% true. I know it wasn't 100% true. But let me explain Spoiler Predator alert. 2 to you. Because, okay. So Predator 2 opens up. It's a shot and it's in the jungle, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's not the jungle. Okay. It's L.A. Yeah. And then you're outside of this housing project and they got like a gang of dudes with like missile launchers and flamethrowers and transformers. And then Riggs and Murtaugh show up, right? But then they decide that Riggs is racist, so then he got to go. So then (laughs) it's just Murtaugh and he runs up in the apartment building and he's he's wilding. But he always got like a sweaty button down on. Yeah. Like he been at church doing jumping jacks. <laughs> and so he rolled up on the gang members, right? He took out like like eight of them dudes in the street and the news cameras is there too. And then when he gets on the rooftop, one of the dudes who's a gangbanger sees uh the predator and then he gets shook and then uh because he made a quick move, yeah. and because Danny Glover is playing the police, you know what happens when you make a quick move in front of the police, they shoot your ass. Yep. And so then he's dead. Right? Yeah. All right. So basically, the whole movie is the Predator, like in the cut, looking for gangbangers to kill, like he playing Grand Theft Auto. And it's, uh, who? Yeah, he's playing Grand Theft Auto. And it's basically Danny Glover trying to figure out what's going on and stop all the gangs and Avengers Boy's death. Yeah. Because here's what happens, right? So, all right. So he killed a bunch of dudes. They're all dead. And then he goes back to his boss's office. And his boss is like, look, Danny Glover, you got to stop killing everybody. Like, all you doing is blowing shit up. We can't do that. Like, we got to bring people in and arrest them. He's like, yo, they got chainsaws. And they got, like, uh, uh, attack dogs. And they got BFG 9000s. So what am I supposed to do? He's like, yo, you got to tighten it up. He don't tighten it up. It's like him... Uh, this one Puerto Rican dude and this pregnant Puerto Rican chick, right? But they're like, they're just badass cops. They're taking everybody out, right? And then some Jamaicans show up. And they're oh, another shit. gang. It's hmm. crazy. It's crazy, right? Interesting. It was like Sean Paul, Elephant Man, Shabba Ranks. Um, and that one dude who was Beanie in... Man. Who? What about Beanie it Man? It was Beanie Man. And that one dude who was in uh, Only the Strong. No? You remember the, the firehouse in the Capoeira where Eddie Gordo was there? Okay. He was there, right? So, then, while they're doing all this chasing, then Gary Busey shows up. Yeah. But this is, like, before Gary Busey is, like, crazy Gary Busey. He's just normal Gary Busey. Okay. And he's walking around in a suit. And he, like, worked for the feds or something, right? And apparently, they've been tracking the Predator ever since Predator 1 when it was the Terminator and it was Jesse the Body Ventura and it was Apollo Creed. Um, But he killed all them niggas. They're dead. Yeah. Except Terminator, I think, because then he went back in time. So. They're looking for answers on who this predator is because he's taking everybody out. And then they go and see King Willie. And King Willie's like the big voodoo dude uh, for the Jamaicans. But he don't really like, he's just like, it's the devil. 
So they went through all that that Danny Glover had to get in like a dirty cab and smoke a whole bunch of weed with some Jamaicans just to have his dude tell him he was the devil. And then the predator pulls up on the Jamaican dude and he tried to kill him with a knife. This nigga predator been shooting lasers at people, cutting people in half with Wolverine's claws. And then he tried to fight him with a knife. You know what the predator did? What did he do? He cut this nigga's head smooth off and then walked around with his head like a trophy. Right? Badass. Yeah, it was cool. So... Then, uh, Bill Paxton shows up. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Okay. Because Bill Pullman's the one from Twister, right? No, that was Bill Paxton. That was Bill Paxton and Twister? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so Bill Pullman shows up. Okay. Right? And then, but he's like this badass cop from like another precinct. He's like a super hot shot, right? He tried to hit on the Puerto Rican chick, and she wasn't having it. Um, but probably because she was pregnant, though. I think she would have let him shoot. He was kind of smooth, right? Okay. So, he's doing all this intel for Danny Glover. Um, like really helping out, like really doing his job. But then him and the Puerto Rican chick get on the train and the predators on the train. He killed both them niggas. And he's so, so surgical with it. He killed them both. And he stabbed the Puerto Rican chick and he stabbed the baby. Damn a baby. He stabbed what? She was pregnant. Yeah. So he stabbed the baby. So Danny Glover is fed the fuck up now. Right? Like he's like Danny Glover in Saw Man. He's pissed. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna pull up on this motherfucker. So then he found the predator and they're beefing. And then all of a sudden they start chasing each other through an apartment building. And then they hang out the apartment building because they fell off a ledge. And the predator does that thing like he did in the first movie where he has the thing on his arm and he activates uh, the self-destruct. Yeah. But Danny Glover stole his Frisbee from him, right? Because he got like a like a, a a blade Frisbee. He cut the nigga's arm smooth off. So then he falls down the building and just the arm blows up. So now Danny Glover is on his ass, right? He chased him all the way to his spaceship. Oh, so before that, uh, Gary Busey uh, tried to pull up on the Predator at the uh, the same meat factory that Rocky was fighting the big ribs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he pulled that. up on him there, and they thought they had him, but they didn't have him. He took out like eight dudes in the same outfits that Puff Daddy and Mace had in the More Money, More Problems video, because that's what you wear when it's cold. So he got them smoothed out the paint, right? And then, um, yeah, so Danny Glover fought him to the spaceship, and Danny Glover whooped his ass in that spaceship. So he beat the Predator, and there was like a bunch of smoke on the ground, like when uh, Jason fought Goldar in the, uh, in the different dimension in Power Rangers. Okay. Same room. So he whooped his ass, and he's like, yeah, I got him. And like his, I'm telling you, his button down is like soaked. It's like Shaq in the fourth quarter, so this button down is fucked up, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. So he's like, I killed the Predator. Yeah. And he's he's hyped. He's hyped. I'll be goddamned if eight more Predators didn't uh, appear out of nowhere. So he's, he, but he's ready, though. He's like, you know what? Fuck. Let's do it. You know what they did? What they do? They gave this nigga an old rifle. Like, not an old rifle. You remember them little guns they used to give you at Bush Gardens? Like the little handheld ones with the big pullback? Yeah, I remember those, yeah. Okay. So, he gave him that, right? And so, that was like his trophy. He said, take it. And he was like, okay, whatever. And so then, even though they did that, let me tell you about these slimy motherfuckers. They give him the gun, but then they're going to activate uh, they gonna activate the ship and not tell him to leave. So, he got to run and jump off the ship. So, But he got off in time, but then he woke up. He was covered in a bunch of sand, but he got up. And then, the guy who was working under Gary Busey... Who was like his head admin assistant? All right. He was like, man, damn it, because he killed Gary Busey. He got him smooth the fuck out of there. 
But Gary Beast was actually kind of helpful. But anyway, he got his ass smoothed out of there, right? He was like, damn it, Danny Glover, we almost had him. He was like, don't worry, they'll be back. And then they did come back in like 2007 in the new Predators movie. I say all this to say, when I was at Deadpool, they had a, a new Predator preview. And it looks wild corny. But Shane Black is doing it. You know Shane Black is? Mm-mm. He did Iron Man 3. Probably why I don't know. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, that was that cool. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure I just gave a 100% accurate account of Predator 2. Anybody who wants to call me on it definitely can. Okay. DM him. Yo, have you seen these pictures of Harry Potter with these guns? I saw a few of them, yeah. So, Harry Potter is apparently doing a new movie, right? All right. <laughs> and they're showing all these stills of him. Yo, he wearing, like, bear claw shoes, a house robe, and he just looked crazy holding these guns, right? Are so. These, are these actual Harry Potter? Uh, Harry it's Potter not a Harry Potter movie. No, oh, Harry okay. Potter's I was like, what the fuck? Was like, wait a minute. Harry had a damn strap on him. I was like, wait a minute, like, what? So, let me tell you some of the very best captions that I've seen. Sure. Okay. Harry Potter and the Order of the Draco. Because why wouldn't Harry Potter have a Draco? Um, Let's see. Harry Potter and 16 in the clip and one in the chamber. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. We have... Hmm. With Harry Potter and the thoughts and prayers, that's it's a little rough. Wow! Um, and we, we <laughs> might talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Um. Of course, Harry Potter and one in the chamber. That was pretty good. Harry Potter and are you intoxicated? <laughs> because he looks messed up out there. Harry Potter and the sorcerer is stoned. I didn't know that guns kind of equate like that. I guess. Harry uh, Potter and the Deathly Hollow Tips. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Bath Salts of Destiny. Wow. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Because them gun shootings. Harry Potter and the Half Blood, Half Crypt Prince. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. I, I do like Harry Potter and the Hollow Tips. Uh,. Part 380, because of the guns that he has. Um, Harry Potter, and I keep that motherfucking thang on me. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Harry Potter, and I wish a wizard would. (laughs) Harry Potter, and the blicky with the sticky. (laughs) Harry Potter, and these chambers hold secrets. Wow. <laughs> Harry Potter on these muggles, no muzzle. <laughs> yeah, so they, they've been pretty good about wow. Harry Potter and the pistol packing prince. Need some creative people. Yeah. They they've been on it. Yeah. Harry Potter and the Glock of Fire. Because mm-hmm. Harry Potter keeps the motherfucking pistols. So yeah, so yeah, that that that's where our boy Harry is. Um, so I played some music a little bit at the beginning. Yeah, from my man Nav, and um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is Sean Stasiak facing Kurt Hennig. And Sean Stasiak's trunks say the perfect one. Year 2000, people. So, no, I played um, I played some Nov earlier. And he fooled me, man. Nov is this, uh, this Indian artist out of Toronto who had a pretty good first mixtape. And I hate his music now. And he makes me want to throw my phone out of a window. Is that bad to you? It's that bad to me. Or is it just a Toronto artist thing? No, no, no. I mean, Drake, whether you like Drake or don't like Drake, Drake makes good music, whether it's good for you or not. He's very talented. Okay. Um, No, Nav just sucks. Um, (laughs) Milan told me, he said, no, he raps about what he used to do and what he's doing now. And that's the gimmick. And Milan told me this like weeks ago. Yeah. And so when I turn on the knob tape, and you guys can rewind the show if you need to listen to it, he opens it by saying, "Let me. I'll just play it again. Play it again. Play it so again. So again, the, the, the caveat the is the caveat is that he talks about what he used to do and what he's doing now. Okay. Let's let's run this one more time. We was hitting lick after lick. Now I'm hitting bitch after bitch. So he talks about what he used to do and what he's doing now. Nice. He's never hit a lick though. Like he's never sold any drugs. He's never hustled anybody, which is fine. Like yeah, that's actually a good thing. The thing about rap to me is I don't care if you actually did what you're talking about as long as it sounds good. But when you didn't do it and it sounds corny, I have a problem with this. He was hitting lick after lick. Now he's hitting bitch after bitch. She said she likes his jeans. They have rip after rip. We could have made it in rap. I don't care what nobody said. You could have made it in rap. I told you. (laughs) We could have made it. This is bullshit. Oh, my God. I I feel like... Next week we should put a. Um, I should bring up that old album. We shouldn't do that. We should, we, so everybody can hear like how hard he went. I told everybody how mad this shit made me about how we sitting here we having like a, an intellectual <clears throat> brunch. No, but when they hear it, they'll be like, <laughs> "Why is he mad? This shit's actually with hard." A bunch of adults and and people are just like, "Nah, this is bullshit. We don't want no part of this." No, but it is. It was actually like you had great shit on it. You know, like it wasn't like corny bullshit like what we just heard. Like it was. It was, it was actually really good. Corny. It was really good. Hey, Twitter's mad at you, my G. Why? Because Twitter felt like we had a very good conversation started when we talked about Jim Halpert being a dirty Mac. Okay. And you blew it off and ruined a good segment is what Twitter told me. I blew it off. Well, no, what Twitter actually told me was that it was a good start to a conversation and it was a conversation to continue. Nigga, you don't watch The Office. I don't really care for it. Well, thank you for, again, ruining the segment. <laughs> sorry if I have a fucking life. You don't do shit. I'm sorry if I have a life. Which Was was Super Troopers on that day? Probably. <laughs> I'm sure I put it on. <laughs> no, but I mean, The Office is cool, but I, I just never could really get into it. I was just kind of like... It's not your type of humor. Exactly. And it's also not like my type of setting either. Like, I don't work in a fucking cubicle all day, like... I actually do shit, you know, so. Wow. I'm just like, kidding. Like, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, but, you wait, know. wait, wait, wait a come in middle of America's <laughs> neck. My God. <clears throat> so. I actually like what I do. Let's talk about 
your man in New York who pulled up on your two aunties at the restaurant. You heard about this guy, this uh, this white lawyer in New York? Ooh, yes, I did. So, even though I love to butcher stories, like roughly, my man's was was in their place of business and was basically saying, you know, why aren't these women speaking? Why aren't they speaking English? Why are they speaking Spanish? This is America. They don't speak English. I'm going to report them to ICE. And people filmed it. Yeah. And he was on it, yo. He was like big mad. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. And so it goes viral. And then next thing you know, the New York Times is pulling up on his ass. Like, yo, uh, so what's up with uh, all that stuff you were saying, man? Like, what's going on? He trying to hide under his umbrella. He trying to hide under his jacket. He don't want to talk about it. Pussy. Like, look. I, of course, don't like racism. Not a fan of racism. Same here. But I have more respect for someone who owns their hatred than someone who don't keep that same energy when they're around people they can't dominate. Like... It's easy to be racist when you're not worried about getting punched in the face. You feel me? Yeah. And it wasn't even like, the thing about it was, it wasn't like he was in physical danger. He just wasn't in a position where people who need their jobs can't pop off on him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was the press who pulled up on him. And he was like, um, you guys are blocking. You guys are obstructing me. You guys are blocking me. You're not letting me leave. Well, you could clearly see on the video, he had a wide, wide open path. They was like, nah, you can leave. Like, we just want to know. Like, what's going on? Yeah, what's your issue? Yeah, what's your problem? So, <clears throat> this is what I tweeted. What'd you tweet? I said, we're watching a racist cower because people are asking him to keep that same energy in a space where he doesn't have the power. And we're watching people say leave him alone because they equate someone asking, they equate asking someone to own up to their words to unfairness. Morons. I just want, if you hate people, like you hate Hispanic people or black people or women or, you know, homosexual people or whoever you hate. Own that shit. Own it 24-7, no matter like, the Like, don't, don't back down because you feel pressed. Don't feel like you can't express your feelings because it's going to cost you. Because if that's how you really feel, rock with that shit. Yeah. And if you can't, if if I, if you feel like you got to conceal your hate, you don't really hate. You're just pussy. Like, own it. If you're, if you hate people, there's plenty of people who also hate people who arrive with you. They, they they wear white sheets and have sex with their cousins. Yep. There's plenty of them. Just just rock with them. Like, and, and all kinds of intellectuals, quote unquote, was coming out like, yo, the way that people are treating him is the same way he was treating those people, and that's not how we get further as people. They can all suck my dick. Eat a fucking dick. All of them can suck my dick. Like, yeah. My location's disgusting. on. Disgusting. Like, yo, we have to, if we treat everybody's outrage as the same, there's no outrage. 
you have to use your brain to identify what the real threats are. You telling people that them speaking a different language is going to have you call fucking ice on them is worse than me pulling up on you asking why you're on some bullshit. It's infinitely worse. Yep. Like you are not helping people by saying all outrage is the same. You're not. Um, so fuck you very much if that's how you feel. Whoever you are. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, man, woman, vegetable, mineral, whatever the fuck. If that's how you treat situations like this, I can't rock with you. Because there's not two sides to everything. There's right and there's wrong. And if you can be that intellectually dishonest to say that both sides have wrong in them, eat a fucking dick. I don't know how else to say it. Take a dick. Do whatever you got to. You can barbecue that shit. You can saute that shit. You can put a little accoutrement around it. it. Own it and eat that fucking dick. Yep. Huh. Fuck. But I want to know, so the place he went to, I guess what, what I didn't really understand was, uh, what what exactly was it? Was it like a restaurant? or To what? me, it looked like a restaurant or a grocery store or a bodega, something like that. Like, it was a public space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but how you roll up on somebody else's job and tell them how the fuck they should be talking? And apparently, this dude has done shit like, he done pulled up on people on the train. You know, of course... He's uh he was at like a Breitbart rally like he's a racist piece of shit, but so now he's scared. He's a lawyer in New York. Yeah. So now he but now he's scared. Especially because New York's like the melting pot of all races and religions and all type of shit. He's like, definitely tried to fuck a Puerto Rican chick. I'm sure he has. <laughs> I'm sure he has. You know what I'm saying? Like he definitely has. Like I'm sure he has. Ugh. I'm sure he. Empl- I'm sure he employs a Mexican to clean his place. Dog. I I just. It's really interesting, and I mean, like, I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to talk about Hulk Hogan this week. Um, I'll just say that my man Shelton, who um, I know through some friends, we linked up at WrestleMania. It was Mm -hmm. really cool. Um, He had, like, the Hogan stuff heavy on his heart, and he wrote, like, an op-ed. And, you know, I got a bit of a connection, so I sent that out to my man Wade. And, you know, Wade edited it. Wade put it on on the site. And, yo, the fucking comments. I saw that. It's. I saw that shit. I mean, people will will defend certain people to the death. And they'll also defend people who have done things similar to them. Um, Like, haven't we all said things that we don't mean when when we're upset? I ain't never called nobody no nigger when I was upset. Personally, yeah, like I've I've never been so mad at a woman that women are terrible people. I've never been so mad at a white person that white people are terrible people. Like I don't. Maybe one of my biggest faults is that I'm not saying shit in private that I'm not saying in public. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> you're getting the same me all the time. Yeah, I definitely tell people to eat dicks in public. I'm not nothing wrong with that. No, so but the thing is, like I, I don't have. This second personality that says wild shit when people aren't listening. Um, but like if you get behind closed doors, like like what can a black person do to you that makes you so mad that they're just niggers? Like I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like 
Fuck, did they, when Michael Jordan beat the fucking Monstars in Space Jam, did it make you so upset that he had to be a nigger? <laughs> you feel me? Like, like, fucking, the only, like, there are very few things I can think of <coughs> that would make a white person just be so mad at a black person. Like, if, if Woody Harrelson was really mad at Wesley Snipes in White Men Can't Jump when he fucked the money up, maybe I could see him saying fucking nigger. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Like if if you're one of those schools that Booby Miles fucked up in uh in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Friday Night Lights, maybe I can see you calling him a nigga. Like maybe. Just maybe. But I don't know. Like are there any instances you can see where a black person would make a white person so mad that that might be their reaction? No. I got, I'm I'm really racking my brain. Like I what what do we be doing? <laughs> Like, like in all seriousness, you know what makes uh, people want to call black people niggers? No. Success. Wow. <laughs> success. So successful. Okay. Success. So like, now, you, now they're evil. Like, 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 I imagine that, like, like racist white people, like, will watch, like, uh, a college graduation. <laughs> black people start walking across the stage. Graduating summa cum laude. Terrence Jenkins. Terrence comes and he shakes hands with the dean, raises his hand, you hear his mom in the background, that's my baby, that's my baby. And you just watch like, you fucking nigger. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you how, score higher how than, dare you than, achieve than my, your than my dreams. granddaughter yeah. or my yeah, grandson? Yeah. How, dare, how dare my daughter get a 2.8 and not get that extra sash? She deserved it, goddammit. <laughs> you fucking nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, shit. Like, 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 maybe, maybe, okay, here's, okay, here's an okay time to say that, not an okay time, but here's a close time, right? Okay. Let's say you live in Cleveland, right? All right. And you live in Cleveland, you work on a dock. I don't know, because I'm assuming they have lakes in Cleveland. They probably don't, but I don't care. The Cleveland Lakes. Sure, we'll Lake, say that. Lake O. Cleveland, right? Sure. Okay. You've been working there for 40 years. Okay. And you finally save up enough money to buy Cavaliers season tickets. Right? And it's for you. And it's for your son. And your dad worked himself to the bone. And his dad worked himself to the bone. And they were both stops on the Underground Railroad, right? Because, yeah. for some reason in my story, the Underground Railroad runs through Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll say right, that. Right? We'll say that, sure. And 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 your grandmother um, was also there, and she actually took a bullet uh, in the back helping black people escape um, on horses, right? Yeah. And then they, um, they... But they had to bury her in another cemetery because she was a nigger lover. But anyway... <laughs> so so you finally save up enough money, right? And then one time, um, before you saved up that money, yeah. you saw LeBron play in high school, right? And he accidentally dripped some sweat on you when he was going to the locker room. Completely by mistake, but it's because he was waving at everybody, right? Yeah. But you had to go to work afterward, so then you smelled like black people sweat, and, and they fired you. But that's why you're saving up money now, right? So all that's happened. But you forgave LeBron. LeBron's great for the city. And your team drafted him. And you're so hyped. And then you come home from work. 
And you're drinking your Michelob Ultra, because that's what you drink in Cleveland. Zima. And you're sitting there next to your son. And you're in your LeBron James jersey. And your son's in his LeBron James jersey. And LeBron James tells you he's taking his talents to South Beach. (laughs) (laughs) If all of that happens, and you should happen to, under your breath, say, you fucking nigger. Maybe then I can say it slipped. Maybe you went through enough to where <laughs> to where it slipped. Maybe. Maybe. You think? Can we give him a pass? If you want to. Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I think that's enough to where you can get a pass. Okay. All right. And then, bless your grandmother's heart. <laughs> Yes. They put her they put her in another cemetery. Could you imagine if Cleveland, Ohio again, not only on the Grand Railroad, had a separate a separate cemetery shit. that she had to be in. Because she helped slaves escape. That'd be some <laughs> shit, man. I don't even know what to say to that. Oh if you have questions or comments that you'd like to get to us. Send an email to southcongress at gmail.com. That's southcongress with a K at gmail.com. Um, what we're working on uh, the next few weeks, you might get a special show, depending on how much young Chris has had to drink when I finally see him. Um, outside of that, we do have another South Congress Sunday coming up uh, pretty soon here in June. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you haven't yet, Go ahead and like the uh, South Congress Facebook fan page. Uh, it's just South Congress with a K. You'll be able to find that. And we do a live stream. I make everybody pancakes and drinks. And we talk about what's going on in the world. So that's coming up again soon. Um, outside of that, hopefully um, sometime in June or July, we can secure that live show. Um, we will have tickets available for that when that happens. And they're going to be cheap. They're going to oh, be, yeah, really they'll be cheap. real cheap, yeah. Um, so, like, it's not going to be it's like a, us, a know, backbreaker so. or anything. It's just yeah. you spending some time with us. So, we'll Please have information on that. It. Yes, support us when we do that. Also, 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 um, when you guys hear this show, please, during the week, send suggestions for Peanut's Twitter name. Because we have to get that popping. Peanut, people are asking for it. We need to come up with Peanut's Twitter name. Um, I so kind of have an can... idea, but I want to hear from the people. I want to hear from the people. Yeah. Oh, man. Before we get out of here, man, anything else you have? No. I mean, I think we covered everything we need to today. I just want to say to all the selfless grandmothers who helped us on the Underground Railroad, this nigger's for you. <laughs> for Peanut, I'm Cameron. It's been the South Congress Podcast, and we're out. Bye. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.